Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. All were amazed, and they kept asking, what is this, a new teaching with authority? In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. One of the things I'm present to at the moment is that I am currently teaching my daughters things that in time they'll need to unlearn. And this, of course, is how human development works. We're taught things in a manner that's appropriate for our age, but assuming things go well, there comes a day when we shed those teachings so that a new teaching can take its place. For example, in the Newton household, we are working on manners, how to put away our shoes and brush teeth and clean up our toys. I'll be honest, I'm having a hard time learning. That is a joke. These are things we're trying to teach our daughters. And so on our kitchen wall is a star board, and the system we've set up is very simple. Certain behaviors are encouraged, and when practiced, are rewarded with a star. Each star is worth a dime, and at the end of the week, we count the stars, hand out the money, the piggy bank gets fuller, and when the girls are ready, we go to the store, or Amazon right now, and they choose what they want to buy. In other words, what we're teaching is extrinsic motivation— Good deeds are rewarded with money, and toys, which are thought to bring happiness, are then purchased. And so that is the STAR system, and it's a fine way of instilling habits and teaching values to very young children. But I think we can all agree that the STAR system isn't the pinnacle of how to bring about moral flourishing amongst human beings, meaning that at some point the star system will need to be replaced by a new teaching. The star system is the best I can do to help us understand how Jesus may have experienced the religious landscape of his day. Now, to be very clear, I do not wish to liken the law itself to the star system or to suggest that even today when Jews keep the law that they do so to earn points with God. As Christians, we affirm that the law given to Israel was a gift of grace. And yet, we can't read the Gospels honestly without acknowledging that Jesus was profoundly critical of how the law was upheld and interpreted by the scribes of his day. 
And so in Galatians, for instance, Paul compares the law to a babysitter or a disciplinarian. And what he basically said was that the law's job was to keep people grounded in an awareness of God's covenant until the Messiah should be revealed. In other words, the law was appropriate for a certain age. But of course, what happened over time is that the babysitter became a parent and the parent a master. And as a result, the gift that was always meant to enable people to serve God became the very thing the people served. So much so that many human beings were ignored, good deeds were forbidden on the Sabbath, not to mention that ridiculous loopholes were developed. And so just one example from the Gospel of Matthew If a man made an oath and swore by the temple, it meant nothing. It was like crossing your fingers behind your back after making a promise. But if the same man swore by the gold inside the temple, well, that then was a binding oath. In other words, the law given by God was a gift of grace. But how that law was taught practiced and interpreted by the scribes in Jesus's day, it had grown old. Which, of course, brings us to today's gospel, where Jesus enters a synagogue only to find a man with an unclean spirit. And in biblical idiom, unclean is really just the opposite of sacred. The point being made is that this man does not belong. He isn't acknowledged. He is not seen as fully human. And the truth is, there is very little that the scribes can do for this man, aside from keeping their distance so as to avoid ritual defilement. But of course, whenever Jesus encounters this man, Jesus doesn't care that he's unclean, he doesn't care that it's the Sabbath, and Jesus does not care that his teaching is different from the scribes. No, all Jesus cares about, if we are faithful to the text, is the man. And all he wants to do is speak the word that can make him clean, so that he too feels like He belongs and knows his sacredness. And I would submit that the good news of Christianity is that this is what Jesus Christ does for each and every one of us. Jesus speaks a word and makes us clean. He opens his mouth and declares us sacred. And at the end of the day, this is what the new teaching referenced in today's gospel is all about. It is a new teaching about the power of Christ's word to heal, save, and deliver. A new teaching that God is always speaking a word of grace over our life, and above all, a new teaching that invites us to allow God's grace to infuse our hearts. Because, friends, Christianity is not about 
earning a star or doing anything to make ourselves clean. In fact, when St. Augustine was asked about his view on morality, he put it like this, love God and do as you please. That's Augustine's answer to the morality question, love God and do as you please. Now, I concede that this statement is easily misunderstood, which is why my daughters are not ready for it. But if properly understood, love God and do as you please is the new teaching. And at the end of the day, it is the only teaching with authority to cast out the unclean spirits in our society and in our life. And the spirits I speak of now are legion. At the level of society, they manifest as economic disparity, prejudice, and political turmoil. And at that of the individual, they appear as self-hatred, a lack of meaning, and a growing sense of disconnection. But of course, the great lie is that law in any form or condemnation in any form or coercion in any form has any power to cast these spirits out. Law can restrain a demon for a season, but law cannot cast a demon out. But the good news of the Christian gospel is that there is a new teaching, a teaching that affirms that the grace of Christ has been given to the whole creation, a teaching that affirms that love is not earned, a teaching that insists that all human beings, even when they do very wicked things, are still sacred through the merits and mediation of our Lord Jesus Christ, and if we dare to believe this and to act as if this new teaching were true, we will see the unclean spirits exercised. And so today, I invite you to pause and to ponder these questions. Where am I still trying to earn a star from my heavenly father? And how am I either ignoring or condemning the unclean spirits I see in myself or in society as opposed to asking Christ in prayer to speak his word of grace over whatever situation it is we lament and then to open my eyes to the sacredness that is already present. If we can hold those questions before God in prayer, that is all that is being asked. For there is nothing new to do, just something old we need to unlearn. It's like the man who lived his entire life with a clenched fist when asked to let go. It may feel like it's a new effort, but in reality... All we're asked to do is to relax an old effort, an effort to earn stars as a substitute 
for the wild, free, passionate, and healing grace of God. And so I'll end by saying this. I really look forward to the day when one of my daughters will come to me and say, look what I did, Dad. Do I get a star? And then I'll have to tell her that the whole star system was a babysitter, a gift of grace for a child, but no longer adequate for a young woman, and that the only authority she can rely on to find out what is truly worth doing is to move closer to a Savior who is always speaking a word of grace over her life and who longs to give her direction. And if I'm lucky, and I mean, you know, really lucky, I may even have the privilege of hearing her say, finally, a new teaching and one with authority. Amen.